This podcast is produced by All In Media, hosted by Itamar Roy. Hey you, guys, how are you doing? Nice to have you here. Great privilege and honor. Kobe and Benzion. And we will start by you, each one will introduce himself and what, what is your position in the company, how long do you work in Cornet, etc. And we'll go from there. I started um, slightly more than 18 years ago, uh, chemistry background. I started as a chemist, moved to various positions within the company. Uh, eight years or so um, under R&D and then I had some sort of a break into business development, product marketing, consumable business application and then I uh, came back into application development with chemistry. Today I hold uh, the position of the CTO obviously with the uh, IP, chemistry regulation, innovation by automation, special project and uh, wow. Yeah. Responsible guy. Pension. Yeah. Uh, I'm Pension. I'm uh, 28 years uh, career working in the industry, Israeli industry. Uh, most of my career in the uh, semiconductor industry, but uh, now moved to print in the last two and a half years in Cornet. Uh, did, uh, my studies were physics, materials engineering, uh, master's. And uh, in my career, I did uh, mostly technology development, but also product development, R&D, uh, system engineering, project management. Uh, I was a CEO of one company, and now I'm leading the R&D of Cornit uh, since uh, two and a half years ago. Started deep in the COVID. Deep in the COVID. Deep in the COVID. We will reach the COVID maybe. But yeah. first, I want to start with Kobe by asking, how was it changed? You started 18 years ago. Less, more or less 10 people in the room. No, isn't it? And now you're I, I more than 1,000. I was the alien. Passenger <laughs> number eight. Yes? Pas- yeah. You're passenger number eight? Yeah. Please take us through the journey of Cornet. Not, you know, in a very broad, vast way because uh, we have 25 minutes here, more or less. But just give us the, the journey as you see it because you were the one really to follow it through the years. So... Uh, it starts like um, a very, very small uh, startup, obviously. Um, nobody understands really what it does, but it does everything. Uh, different position, everything. Everybody do everything, actually. From cleaning to developing uh, research, development, operation, everything like that. Um, the people that was on board were amazing, uh, open-minded. Most of them... And they stay with us or you're the only one to stay? No, from that... Uh, from, no, that no, no. from that crew, no. you're the only yeah, one? Yeah. Okay. Um, open-minded. Most of them didn't come, came with the, the industry experience, but not with the, the education specifically. The software engineers come from a different background. The application from a different background. Everyone so was on. in the periphery of something. Yeah, yeah. Um, Multidisciplinary. Yes. <laughs> Uh, a lot of experience, a lot of uh, passion, love to to a common goal, which is a, a different goal, obviously, from what we have today, uh, to to succeed in doing something, I would say. We wanted to, to print on a white T-shirt 
immediately after we understand it's uh, it's lacking, it's too narrow, and we have to print on uh, black T-shirts, and obviously not with solvent ink that uh, corrupting the world rather than moving into water-based application. Um, and we learned a lot from each other, from the industry. We invented things that we, we didn't have some background or theoretical background in order to read and, and actually execute rather than uh, part of it is a trial and error and part of it is, is really uh, research. Uh, so it was amazing. Um, a lot of the, the elements that been developed was uh, by the founder of the company. He, he established the first machine. And uh, afterwards, uh, a lot of success, sometimes from uh, either surprise or luck. The, the, the core competency of the company called Sweat on Wet is the capabilities of printing without curing or drying in between different layers. It was actually discovered by mistake because we were lazy enough uh, not to come back to bring another shirts. We wanted to print on the side. And we poured, by mistake, a, a cleaning fluid on the shirt. And we saw that there is an enhancement of colors. Efficient laziness. Yeah. <laughs> Efficient Amazing. laziness. <laughs> Amazing. Most of, the, most of the things have been invented by mistake. So. so if you do sort of reverse engineering 15 years ago, 18 years ago, and you need, even though the company is much changed, in, in the things you do in the size of... Of, of people the way the way you were structured everything is different I assume yeah but if you can mark two key points that were seeds that seeds that were planted at the time when you started creativity stuff, things that that stayed until today positive yeah positive <laughs> positive um, I think uh, uh, freedom to explore freedom yeah. to explore yeah Um, we your colleagues defined it, it, it like that in a way they said self-expression I think it's more than that it's it's believing that people that you are trust that you are trusting probably will deliver value even if it means to to fund them and so on Uh, personally you know I, I started not from a, immediately after I've been uh, developing chemistries and so on I established the ink plant the offer which was the the founder and the CEO of the company um, invest money uh, although I didn't have a background and tell me I, I believe in you just do it and I think it's working usually you don't have to be... If you have enough, let's say, uh, tailwind, you, you succeed in bringing deliveries. So now, once you have also, you have products, various products that you sell, you also have R&D, which is supposed to come up with the future plans, with the things, uh, the future products. So having said you have, having said all that, having said that you have a cutting edge technology and uh, you are well known in the industry, etc., What are you working at and what's your what do you think will come up technological wise when it comes to Cornet? Benzion? Yeah, ah. Um, You're the one to cover R d, isn't it? Yes, yes, I'm the one to co- <laughs> cover R d. Uh, so I, I think um, 
<clears throat> we have an uh, amazing opportunity in front of us in terms of, uh, you know, we have only 1% market share. And uh, we have 100 times more business to, ca- to capture. Now, it has to do with uh, bringing innovation. Now, there's a few vectors of innovation that we are working on. One is to bring a better process. And, of course, we work, uh, and there's a critical part coming from the chemistry uh, to enable new processes, and Kobe is uh, responsible for the chemistry uh, part and for innovation over there. Uh, and, and then how we print it on a garment and how we do it uh, at a high quality, how we guarantee the quality, how we make it in, in the cost. Uh, and, and, and that's another very important vector that uh, we bring new products. Now we're bringing the Apollo. Apollo is a leap forward in, in all aspects of uh, quality, productivity, uh, etc. And, and another vector is uh, how we uh, enable workflow for the customers to bring in uh, demand. So I would say these are the three vectors that we work in terms of new products. And, uh, and it's uh, for us to capture. Once we bring a good enough product, uh, good enough uh, enablement of business, we, we can grow like crazy. So it's I, all up to us. I want to understand because you're very much, um, I would say it's um, hi- kind of a hybrid culture in Kornit, as far as I understand it, as an outsider. You guys are very creative. You think with each other. Everyone has the right to say what he thinks, etc. But take me to your brainstorm, to your blackboard, the way people throw ideas at you both, both as a CTO and both as an R&D, how do you manage all of these clever people? Everyone has his own idea. Everyone wants his own part to be, you know, how does it work? The daily, daily, the day-to-day routine of your work. Yeah. So I think uh, what, what makes uh, Conit unique is, uh, is the passion of the people and, uh, and people are very committed to to the business, to the company, and uh, and it also has to do with uh, being uh, innovative and uh, bringing ideas. And ideas come from uh, the challenges. So once you face people with the challenges, and uh, then they come up with uh, how ideas. Can you ch- how can you challenge Kobe? I challenge Kobe? Kobe yeah. challenges himself. Okay. <laughs> I, can, I, I can't see how you can challenge a guy like Kobe, already 18 years in the company, someone that's... I mean, you need to challenge people that that actually they have a lot of experience they know stuff yeah so how come challenges come up you know it's you to raise the, the to raise the challenge it's something that comes from a customer it's something that comes from an idea of someone but i want to refer to that if you don't mind it's like you, you have to understand that the questions are are similar most of the time the the route you are picking in order to solve the problem in the most efficient way is the how and this is why and how we are challenging people. Because at the end of the day, there is no simple truth or way to get into your point rather than different ways. So I, I see both, you know, we have different positions, Pension and myself. I'm, I'm more on the, on the research side, it's more on the development side, but we are a complementary solution. And at the end of the day, we are both should provide a solution for the company. Sometimes it's coming from a more deep perspective, technology, chemistry, and so on, but p- part of the, the work is coming from software, uh, machinery, hardware, Very the combination, broad. and so on. And, and I think the uniqueness situation of being in a position 
that we are a multidisciplinary company allow us to to roll different balls in order to gain the the efficient way of getting things done okay so if I understand you correctly you get things how do you get things done in the end of the day because once you have an idea of something and you create a technological process and you get all your peers behind the table it takes something like a year to to do a, pro, a new product to, to launch it it takes a few months it takes how does it work so there are different levels of project yep. but on top of that there are different uh, different ways to initiate a project tell me. So there are the, the things that uh, Benzion mentioned. There is a pain point. So on the customer side comes to product, product uh, identify the need, the, the business case, the potential of doing uh, money out of that, the win-win situation with the customers and so on, and bring it down into the feasibility approach saying, are you able to supply me with this and that solution? So this is one way. The other way is saying it's more of a red team ideas incorporating coming from the technology upwards saying we have a technology that can accelerate a machine or an efficiency of specific process by this and that let's accelerate the market and I think this is where the two the suit sides actually incorporated into a process called um, PLC product life cycle and which have his own phases and gates. So everything that passed concept and feasibility, uh, mainly on my end, is going into the development side. We are working hand-in-hand uh, hand with, with uh, Benzion. And everything that's been receiving the declaration that we are on it after gate zero, we are going to produce it as a product roadmap with a solid plan and, and everything. Okay. On top of that, there are many initiation of new ideas because we, we are trying, not too much, but from time to time, to challenge ourselves within the roadmap. Because if in the middle of developing something, a product, a solution, or whatever, we discover that there is a potential to postpone within three months and exceed or surpass the bounding box or the KPIs, obviously we will understand the ROI for, for such a process And we reinitiate it from the beginning. The different levels of the project are obviously coming from a pilot project and up to a huge uh, solution like the Apollo, which create a, a value of 40 percent increase on the value that we are going to deliver to our customers. Yeah. If I may add to it, uh, I think uh, innovation starts with the seed, with the concept, with something that is uh, uh, quite uh, you know, disruptive. In a way that addresses the same the same challenges with that we are facing basically all the time you know getting uh, the black uh, blacker getting the cost lower so the challenges are always there and more or less but but there's an idea how to do it but it, we need to understand eventually we are producing our machines and ink are are in a factory environment they are a factory by themselves they need to adhere to very high gas standards of quality productivity in order to be uh, successful and Conit is successful because it was able to deliver a industry grade uh, solution now from the innovation there's a whole journey a long journey it can be a few years in order to materialize into something that is really at the quality standards and there's lots of innovations along the way to make make this happen so so the whole chain is innovative and 
I've asked this question before to your colleagues, but I'm wondering about you as well. I assume that it's a, it's a natural tension between the way you forecast what will happen in the future. It's a very R&D thing to see what will come up and what do we need in order to be aligned with what will happen. And on the other side, I assume it's more your side. It's a more right here and now and provide it. You know what I mean? So is there a tension? Kind of, uh, the other way around, but uh, it's, ah, okay. it's the other way around. Okay. So is there a tension? <laughs> is there, what's the, te- how, how does the tensions between R&D and CTO looks like? Because you are, you look like you're friends, but I assume that there are many difficulties as well sometimes. On the contrary, I don't think, I, th- I, I really believe, and it's not about politics or being kind, that we are complementary solution. We are just setting different roles. I'm coming more of an holistic approach saying what can be done in order to create an acceleration for the development process. Ben Sion is really responsible for product, really responsible for R&D. It's different philosophies. Now, from time to time, I back him up and, and vice versa because at the end of the day, the, the rationale is to bring the most efficient product to our customers. So in, in our phase, there are almost no uh, tension, not at all. On the contrary, usually we are pretty aligned because we want the best. The tension is not in between us, it's more on the business and product size, side that says time, time, uh, time to deliver versus the best product. Where is the compromise, uh, the compromise lays down? And I think this is where you sh- there is more tension actually. Let's talk a bit ab- about HR. Yeah, if I may add to, yeah. to this. I, sure. I think there's only, there's only one compass, you know, that uh, drives everybody's uh, the success of the company. Yeah. This, is, uh, this is the only thing that we, we care for, you know, both of us. And, uh, you know, we iron up and we align and we, we make things happen. I, I want to I raise the question about HR. Even though you're not HR people, you are very much experienced and you know companies and you both know Cornet for many years. Is there, because it's a, ve- it's a debate going on in the high-tech industry nowadays about tech talents, about people that, you know, they've uh, graduated from a computer science degree or they did the A200 at the army or whatever and they have some tech, uh, tech skills. What do you look for in a tech talent? Um, and what you, do you think that Cornet could benefit to his career? Yeah. So uh, let me start from the second one. Okay. What, okay. what we can offer. I think we can offer uh, something, a very unique offering. Uh, we offer a, a company that is truly innovative. Means uh, we, we innovate every day. We innovate products. We innovate solutions. It's not a sustained type of organization. It's, uh, it's every time is new. Uh, solutions, new products, new uh, new stuff. It's not like, okay, this is the product, now shave a little bit, 1% here, 1% there. We, we do big. We do big stuff. If we do something, it's three times, 10 times more. So we look for the disruptions and we are innovation-driven. Our growth is driven by innovation. So so it's a, it's a very good uh, uh, playground for tech talents because you have basically freedom to operate that is very wide, and add to it the passion of the people, passion of the team, the color, the the you know the the industry, the textile, the fashion. So add to it the fun part 
of uh, doing something uh, unique and add to it another part which is scaling up you know we are growing yeah. constantly yeah constantly growing 25% every year and and it's a, it's a scale up it's uh, you join and you are able to uh, to make a contribution a direct noticeable contribution it's something that you you can you know take home and say i did that I think that's a very unique experience and uh, that's a very unique offering. I, I, of I will add to that one thing which is funny. I'm, I'm a textile geek today. Uh, and after 18 years... Textile geek is something that I've never heard. Yeah, me as well. Just invented it. <laughs> but but, but you, you can't imagine. It's like we had a slogan back in the, one of the presentations, whatever, vision become reality, right? Most of the industries... Most of the, the companies out there, you are doing something and you should think how it's going to look like, how it's going to be incorporated into the day to day, how it will be transforming industry, culture, business, whatever. In Cornet, you really see that. You can touch. You really feel it. And it's amazing because if you succeed, you are getting the gain immediately. So this is one thing. And the multidisciplinary approach is something philosophically, I'm, I'm truly a, a fan and a believer in the fact that it's creating a, an acceleration for the intelligence, in a sense. And, and we have everything. We have business and, and go-to-market and product. And we have uh, electronics, software, different levels of software, different classes. We have chemistries. We have uh, facilities to operate engineering processes and it, it's so versatile and you are always see those people in the corridors in meetings and so on and you always open your mind and I think it's it's amazing um, specific in, in specific stages in your life it's a privilege well it was great privilege to talk to you both thank you very much for this conversation it was great thanks a lot thank you Thank you.